Hello all and welcome to episode two of the podcast. Uh, my name is Colin. I'm Alyssa. And Jackie. And we are three peas in a pickle. Uh, before we get into our first pickle, we'll find out what everyone's drinking tonight. I'm doing the Jack Daniels Berry Punch. I'll give it six out of ten. It's fine. It's, it's not... It's, Jackie, it's not exciting. It's a weird cocktail can. I'm so sad you don't like it because the Southern Peach one is literally my favorite. Right. But I'm kind of sad because it's not hitting like it normally does. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of with you tonight. And I'm like, sad. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. taking it easy tonight. I got milk. <laughs> That's because she had cookies. So there's a reason for just having milk. Just having a nice Maybe I just want milk. glass of milk. Okay. All right, we'll start getting into this first one here. Okay. Uh, she sleeps naked next to me, but not dating and no sex. Is this normal or common? It's confusing me. I, 24 male, <laughs> met this girl, 24 female, on a dating app, supposedly as a friend with benefits. However, soon she told me she's not inter- interested in me, and we never had sex. We continue just to kiss and hang, remain friends, but when she comes over from time to time, she walks around naked, sleeps next to me, leans on me, but we don't even kiss anymore. I told her, I never told her I'm a virgin at first, but later when I did, she said she would take my V card one day and it'll be our only sexual encounter. She has many partners and tells me all about them. The whole thing is making me feel empty, but I feel like, but I like her so much. She's a very interesting person. I just want to know how should I behave with her. I can't cut her out of my life anytime soon, but I'm getting so confused and so feel so empty and sad. My first question, why can't you cut her out of your life? Is she like your roommate now? Because like, otherwise, there's no really like, tied to her, right? <coughs> but like, it's not, I was gonna, first I was thinking like, oh, she just doesn't want to have sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like she's, She's playing the field. Dude. She's going the around with yeah. other people, just not you. I can't. He got friend zone incredibly hard. So I'll just be naked around you, sleep naked next to you, walk around your house naked. My question: Are you roommates? Because you just can't cut her out of his life. Because unless she's paying your rent and your bills, why can't you? That's kind of my my, my thought. I think that we're missing some key details here. But you need to be kind of drawing some hard lines in the sand with this woman. Like you're, you're giving her too much of a, giving too much of a, your like your emotional stake into what she does and how she does it. Right? She's, She's meeting me halfway. Okay. I fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I quite literally can't add anything to this because exactly what they were saying beforehand. Of like being friends with benefits, but like literally have never never sleeping together. Literally just reminded me of like Jared and I's relationship the entire beginning, mm-hmm. and then later on, making different choices that did what it did. It served its purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was hard to cut him out of my life, which was recent. Like that mm-hmm. was within this last like yeah, week. We can give the listeners an update of that. She's no longer <laughs> communicating in any capacity with Jared. We can all give her a round of applause for that. Making smart life choices. Yeah. Yeah. So we're no longer talking. Um, we, uh, I had met up with him to kind of like end what was going on with this back and forth roller coaster of fuckery. And um, there was a second location. <laughs> Just like a murderer, you never go to a second location. Well, we had initially planned to meet for coffee and to talk about a few things. However, that location changed to a second, but we never met for coffee. It was supposed to be coffee and we didn't meet. Well, I got a cup of coffee, but not in the sense that you would normally get a cup of coffee. Um, And yeah, so we did what we did. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it kind of played out exactly how I said it would. Um, But actually after recording... Um, an episode that was completely unusable oh, yeah, to we, anyone. We, you don't want to stare. We right? had a <laughs> laundry list of technical issues. We'll release it at our one-year anniversary <laughs> if we get that far as the special lost episode. That's my that's my claim now on episode two. I don't think we should ever. In fact, put it in the vault. Put it away. Burn the vault. It's fine. We'll, it, let, we'll let the listeners decide. Okay. We'll let them decide if they want to hear it. But our conversations were going nowhere. And after recording one night... Um, 
as you could probably tell at the end of recording, I was absolutely gone. I was mm. I was finite, finished, donezo. And I had texted Jared um, a novel, a quite lengthy novel, and it was not received well. Mm-hmm. It was received ex- exactly how I thought it would. His one response, I believe, was hey, or, or was it... Or was it a- Oh, was it? Was it? Was it? Hey, hey, yeah. Like the next day or no, something. No, it was, was like, it like it was immediately like three after. Or four, no, it was like three or four days later. Ooh. Yeah. I guess you just took some time to digest your novel. Probably. Mm-hmm. And then when I took your guys' advice and was like, "Well, let's address this text that I sent because clearly mm. we're not addressing it." It then turned into I got about a paragraph back like two days later i'm surprised he wrote that much i didn't i didn't know he wrote that much I'm oh, he I just, can be a poet when he wants to be um yeah. but mm. i <laughs> changed his name in my phone which i can't say for our listeners because it literally says his whole name but mm. yeah he sent me oh that's she he wrote at least let's say 20 sentences it's a, it's a decent chunk right it's more than your standard text yeah size. more than this <laughs> Yeah, more than like the one to three. The one line. Yeah. But my issue was if he had read my entire message, it would have literally said like, this is what I want from you. This is where I understand you're willing to meet me. Mm-hmm. This is what I would like out of this arrangement. Are you down for that or not? Because I'm tired of looking stupid and having to defend you. But I won't have to do that if I have nothing fucking to do with mm-hmm. you. That's unless it's strictly physical, which I was okay with. I really was. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, no, it turned into how I basically do everything wrong. And oh, so he started he, being a bitch. Yes, he did have a few valid points where he's like, I don't want a relationship, you want a relationship, and you keep making me feel like shit because I don't want one. I see where that answer would come from after soberly reading mm-hmm. <laughs> my text. Um, but again, if you did look at the way that it was worded, what I said you wouldn't have had to read between the lines when I said, I understand this is something that I want, whether that be with you or someone else. I would still like to be a friend to you. Mm -hmm. You chose to say, go fuck yourself. You make me feel like a shitty person. And I said, okay, well, you're not going to make me feel like a shitty person for having feelings. So stop coming back to me then. Yeah, yeah, you're you're both were not suited for our conversations were going nowhere yes so we no longer talk it's been about four days now and he's been blocked on everything um i did have a momentary second where i was like Mm. i wonder if he responded just out of mm. sheer curiosity to see if like the last thing i sent would go through because it stopped saying delivered and it hasn't so i was like okay cool he's actually respecting the fact that i said stop fucking talking to me so yeah, I think I think we're actually like dunzo dunzo, which is kind of unfortunate because I literally did nothing to this man but try to be a friend, and then he slept with me and ghosted me. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Well, gold star for you for blocking him. I, that's 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 a good move. Staying blocked more than forty eight hours. I'm proud of that. Yeah, now you can't fall <laughs> back down that rabbit hole <laughs> in a moment of uh, weakness. That's good. Good. good, good. So that's the whole Jared thing. But back to the story that you were reading, I mm-hmm. think it is really weird that she's walking around naked and like sleeping in the same bed because she made it very clear, like, I don't fuck with you. But then now he's a virgin and she's like, I'll take your V card eventually. Like, where is this Yeah, going? it's a weird I'm game. I'm confused for you, honey. I think she might be just a borderline nudist now that I feel like she's also now a roommate. Like, I need clothes too, but like, I live with you too. I can't be walking around butt ass naked no. every day. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that dynamic is. It's not healthy for it's, sure. It's not need healthy to get on his part. No. Like, and she seems like she's just taking advantage of the situation. Yeah. Like, if, if if I looked at Alyssa and was like, I fucking hate when you touch me with your crusty ass toes. And she does <laughs> it anyway. Obviously, now I know you're fucking. But if I genuinely thought she was being malicious and like going out of her way to be a dickhead, I'd be like, mm. okay, you fucking annoy me. And this bitch dead ass walking around butt ass naked when he's like, okay, I understand we're never going anywhere like physically or like anything. I enjoy having you in my life, but where do I, what place do mm. I have in your life? And it sounds like he's not really getting an answer to that. No. And I, I, I agree. I think she is using him whether she be paying rent or not. Maybe she lives there for free. Yeah. I was like, if you say, please respect my boundaries, I would stop touching you. But I was like, but you play me too. You touch me. You touch me with I your was, feet too. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, I, I, I fuck with Alyssa right back. So like it, it's completely different for us. That's why I'm like, I know you're not doing it to be malicious. However, I feel like her doing it, she knows he's not gonna say anything because she knows 
he wants her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So she's walking around with, I have shit that you can't have, but everybody else can. It's a real fucked up power dynamic. Yeah. It's a fun power trip, I will yeah. say. So our, our general advice here is get the fuck out as soon as you can. She is a toxic person doing toxic bullshit. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, our, our next little pickle here is, how can I tell my girlfriend that I do not like her homemade gifts? <laughs> My girlfriend, like my bread. <laughs> my girlfriend keeps giving me paintings for holidays, like my birthday and religious holidays. Every time it's a painting, she spends a lot of time on them, and they are beautiful. But sometimes you just want to receive something other than a painting for your birthday. I gift her things like jewelry, baskets of body care products, huge stuffed animals, and the like. I don't know how I should go about telling her that I don't need any more of these paintings. She spent so much time on making them. And, but I do not have any more room to just keep getting them. If I put them aside or put them for sale, I, it makes me feel like I, I, I don't appreciate them. It also feels like you're extremely generic gift giving. Although you don't, so she's doing something very personal, very like intimate. Where she's mm-hmm. giving like these are the generic gifts you give, like a, a like a romantic movie. He's just giving her like classic stuffed animal, jewelry, and lotions and shit. Right? That's 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 like a generic girl. Gift, right there's no personality to that like wow. I, I gave Alyssa we found that I found at a, a thrift store a googly eyed rock on a ring with nail polish for lipstick because that's the kind of weird shit she likes like oh yes this is not a generic thing this is a weird oddball like, piece I'll wear that as my wedding ring every now and then oh yes yeah, so see, see that's the you, you find something that's her. in that vein of that person then it means something she's clearly I feel like more invested or at least paying more attention to the relationship than he is. He's just. Or maybe it's just a simple miscommunication of their love languages. The fa- So people are very, very fluent mm-hmm. in their own love language. Like sure. I'm real good at spending quality time and doing all of that. So the fact that she's literally like, hey, it's a special holiday. I'm going to like for your birthday or Christmas, whatever. And she makes you a painting. Like she took time to do that for you. She's like, I put time and effort into making you something instead of just going and getting you a watch Mm -hmm. because I invested that time into you. Here is a gift for that. But I feel like that could easily be summed up if if both of them just had a conversation. He was like, hey, I really love the paintings that you give me, but here's some different ideas that I was thinking for my birthday outside of that. Or maybe have a conversation. Is it a money thing? Well, even art supplies aren't cheap. Like nice paint or canvas is is not cheap. Or something smaller. Or like if you want to say like, oh, I still want you to like make me something, but can you make me something in like a different, like a different. Have her make you a sweater. Or like like something different medium. Because like, I don't know if she like, because there's different, like, even if it's still painting, it could be a different, like, it doesn't have like to be a is canvas he, is on he the an wall. apartment? Like, like he's like saying, he's like, I don't have room for all these paintings. <laughs> if, if, I feel as, like he as gets as a painting every day, the way he's the, like, I don't have room. As the girlfriend, I think you would know how much wall space he's yeah. got left. Like, you should like, hey, where are you going to put these? Like, you got your guess as good as mine, right? <laughs> we we both know how much wall space I have here. We, you've looked at the walls. You've been in here. We Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're looking like, for. Like, I got you another painting. Like, where am I going to put it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a reasonable thing to say. Hey, you need to have a. Can I take some down and then switch them out? Like have like a storage area for some of the rotated out paints. So something you, can, you need to talk about. Yeah, it, it's a conversation. Don't ask Reddit about this one. It's like, hey. I was gonna say that's as simple as like, hey, I absolutely love that you're artist. Mm-hmm. I almost said artist. <laughs> artistic. Like, I love that you make things for me. Mm-hmm. Give her a list of ideas to make for you. Yeah. Like, if you know that she's crafty, like, how many things have been like, Alyssa, make it. <laughs> I want one. Yeah. And she did. She she came through with a whole a whole lighter sleeve. Um. <laughs> Lovely called weed pussy because it's a... It's a weed pussy. <laughs> yes, it is a pussy made out of what, weed leaves. Is that correct? I hate that you called it weed leaves. But, yes, it the, is the, a pot leaf. But yeah. it's like... A green vagina. She made mm-hmm. me a vagina. That's yeah. love. <laughs> She's making you a new, a new. Uh, what, what oh, we I call haven't it? started yet. I but. know, but what are we gonna call it? We called that on weed pussy. What's what this, what's this one gonna be called? It's a grenade and a pussy. And it's pink. I don't want to call it grissy. That feels wrong in my bones. <laughs> like a grizzly pussy. <laughs> here's my grissy. Like what the fuck? That's a okay. Heart. I feel like that's its name now, though. Like no. the more uncomfortable it is, the more I have no. to be like, you want the 
You want the, the grissy? <laughs> want the grissy? You want grissy or widassy? <laughs> well, that's my own fault. I did that to myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, our cat has joined the podcasting <laughs> table. He's taking a nice little rest there. All right. But back to that, I think I, I do agree with you. It's like it could very easily be like, hey, I absolutely love that you want to put that time, effort, and energy into me. But let's direct that artistic ability into something else. Maybe, yeah. you know, a project that you can do together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe you guys can work on a table together, you know? Or you could, like, if you can, repaint the potentially the walls of your apartment, depending on your people allow that or not. I was going to say, depending on what state or if, codes if that you're in, else. I could paint as long as it was painted back before I oh, moved yeah. out. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, but that's... out here, uh-uh. I had to get written permission wow. to mm. hang a TV mount because it went through to the studs. Well, that and makes sense. You're damaging the Oh, structure, absolutely. But, like, I, I get why we need approval, but it's also because the wall we wanted to mount the TV on went to the hallway. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. And what little did I know space. is that wall was not that thick. So mm. that made sense. So we switched walls. We still needed written permission because it went through to the closet wall. Okay, so even though it was sure. our closet, we needed to get written permission for it. But when it came to painting, absolutely not the same thing. Like, we wanted to paint them because we were tired of white. Sure. And they said, no, you get four different types of white choices. And I was like, give me the most yellow. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, kind of weird. As long as you, like, buy the paint to paint I've it never, back. And yeah, you have I've a, never. And they just put ever. that in your contract. I don't see how that's an issue. Like, our, our property manager, we were still in an apartment, did not give a shit about our cats. Mm-hmm. We paid for one cat. We had like, did we have three cats? Then? We ended up with three by the end because we got Caspian right as a, as a wedding gift from your parents. <laughs> I was like, like shh, shh, shh. <laughs> they basically said, as long as they're not out in the hall like causing trouble, like we don't give a fuck. Like, it doesn't become a problem. Like, eh, yeah, you're already I, paying the deposit. It's listen, fine. I feel really bad because everywhere I've ever lived, I have never disclosed that I've had Noel's gremlin self, mm-hmm. and I've never paid. Speak of the gremlin. He already knows what he was doing. Yeah, he was stealing the other cat's food because he's a goblin. He's a goblin, and mom doesn't buy that expensive shit. No, you get Imes like every other cat. Mm. Thank you. So, made me lose my whole train of thought. Oh, Arizona, I've never once gave a single apartment complex, hey, I've got a cat. But when I had my ESA pit bull, mm-hmm. I definitely had to because there was no way to smuggle that bitch in. No. Yeah. Absolutely. The second I locked the door, you would hear her. But I feel like cats are different. They're, they're quiet. They're, they're pretty chill. It depends on the cat. True. David meows like a, a motherfucker when it comes to food. Otherwise, he's fine. And he's still meows aren't loud compared to a dog barking oh, next door, no, like, for example. No. It's madness. Yeah, but the fact that they're even, like, mentioning the pets on the lease, like, I never once have. But my ex did. My ex was honest as shit and was like, well, what if they come? They're going to evict us. Motherfucker, we lived there less than a year before you moved us to a new place. And you were worried about the property managers coming down. The property manager never even came down, ever. Not a single time ever that I have rented. And I've been renting different spaces from the time I literally was 18 until 20 No, they want to avoid you for the most part because every time they had to come visit you, it's to try to fix something or something. It's a waste of their money. They're, they're yeah. paying someone to come there. And they're not going to like, unless they're fucking up and yeah, they warning. they were down the yeah. street. They were four minutes from our apartment and they still never once came. I was like, so we're paying an extra $150 for the two cats for what? Nobody's ever going to know that they're here. I think the cats in our were only 50 bucks. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, no, this one was place. real. Like, I don't know where we found this place. And by we, I mean my ex, because they had fees for things I haven't even heard of. Well, your ex was some of these. What we've known and we've talked about off, <laughs> off mic, he, he's pretty fucking dumb with money. He's, he cannot handle it for shit. Well, this is none of my business, but typically somebody that's doing really great financially won't get in a relationship and have them move in just to cover half their bills because it's convenient. And bottom I would rather fight for my fucking life, as you guys watch me do every fucking day Mm. of my life. But I'm doing it on my own, Mm -hmm. and I don't rely on anybody else's income but mine. So do with that information as you will. But yes, um, I did hear through the grapevine, because you know, some some family members just love to... Still be in contact, which I don't Your get. Your ex is insane in that, that he's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to keep talking to you. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm don't gonna talk. I'm flirting to- with your family member who's engaged. Like, bro, first of all, they didn't even fucking like you from the get, chill. <laughs> I don't know what he's trying to accomplish. They're, they're in different states, either, but too. But it's weird. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Thousands and thousands of miles yeah, apart, it's... but that's neither here nor there. I am very grateful that my ex did decide to end things and give me that very harsh and aggressive um, dose of information. 
um, even though half of it was not valid. Um, and the story changes depending on who he's talking to. Mm-hmm. But either way, I am very grateful for our separation and for him basically abandoning me out here knowing that I didn't have anyone because then I got to meet you two lovelies, which I know people that listen to episode one were like, are Colin and Alyssa nothing to you? And I'm like, are they really going to take Colin and Alyssa's side? Because Alyssa looked at me right after I said that and was like, are we nothing? And I was like, I didn't mean it like that. So to our viewers, I absolutely adore the two mm. that are sitting right next to me more than okay. you guys will ever know. And Alyssa's like, mm-hmm. Okay, it's it's that found family shit. <laughs> Colin's the healthy dad cult leader. <laughs> so that's a reference to episode two where they're both wearing the handmade tails dress and it makes me real bad. All right. We're going to move on to the next one and we're going to stop calling it a cult. All right. Am I the asshole for selling my daughter's, in some quotes, car? I, 56 male, have a son, 28 male, and a daughter, 22 female. I like both of my kids equally. However, they are different individuals with different lives, so I help them based on their needs. My son did not do well in high school and went to a community college and decided it was not for him after a semester and went into a trade school and eventually settled on HVAC. When personal, I've dealt with a lot of HVAC people. They do pretty well depending on how hired you put yourself, really. But some of them are absolutely incompetent, and I hate them. Moving on. He had issues sticking to things, so he, as a reward, when he became a certified eight in HVAC, I bought him a brand-new truck as a gift. That's an expensive-ass gift. Like a, new, a truck is like 50 grand easy. It's like a new one. Um, like it's, Oh, yeah. The truck that I've been looking at since well before Mike's got his truck significantly there's a reason i don't have it Mm -hmm. you know how much an f-350 is too much my daughter got into a good college out of state and was always uh, more academically minded when she was about to finish high school and it came to me a surprise when she had taken it for granted that i would also get her a new car even though i never said that Mm -hmm. i explained that they were there was no need for a college girl in a big city to have a car she then asked if i could help with tuition makes sense like if you gave my brother 50 grand you should give your sip, your, your other child an equal amount of value in some way or shape or form, right? That make that makes a lot of sense. Um, I did not pay for trade schools either, so I declined. The fuck? Eventually, she seemed down, so uh, down, so she. I offered to buy a used car in my name, and she could use it for a while until I decided to sell it. But she would have to maintain it. Not a great compromise, but something, I guess. She seemed really happy with that, so I got her an old '99 BMW for really cheap. Oh, that's David. <laughs> Sorry, David. Okay. She just threw a shoe at my cat. All right, no, moving on. He's an eraser. <laughs> I'm not looking up. All right. Uh, the body was in, in good condition, but the engine and transmission needed work, and it needed painting. She did the essential fixes, but then but then slowly did unnecessary ones, even though I never asked her for that, and repainted most of the car and had the interior, interior detailed. When she came back for a visit a week after finishing her finals, I decided it was time to sell the car and listed it. She seemed upset with me, even though we had agreed to it, and I never asked her to repaint the car. Didn't didn't I say she he needed? He said he needed to be repainted. Didn't say she had to do it. Kind of implied. She said she thought I was going to sell it much later when it had rusted or something. So I like, use it till it's not worth anything. Yeah, makes sense. That's how it was implied. Mm-hmm. She also says I can sell it more expensive because of her, of all her fixes. But the reality is, I got it as a used car just before the pandemic, and used cars cost a lot more. Since, and that's why I sell it for more. I offered to pay her for half the work of the paint. Am I the asshole here? Yeah, 100%. I was going to say 100% because, not to be messy, but I specifically remember for years not taking my dad's help and getting a fucking car because I knew that there was going to be strings involved. I knew it was never fully going to be my car. I know that no matter how much work I do into it or how much I paid for it or how much I did this, that, and the other or how well I took care of it, it would never be my truck, ever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, then I'm not going to fucking do this shit. Like, I'm not going to take your help just for you to turn around and be like, it means nothing. But what I'm not understanding is the car that was hers to begin with, the dad sold it to so, help the brother? No, that that was never in there. Um, she didn't have a car. She was in high school. The dad just didn't have her car for her. So she was probably taking the school bus or some shit. Didn't have it. Buys the son the... The big-ass fucking truck. Presumably like 50 grand truck. Somewhere in that that neighborhood. Okay, that's where I got the mix-up. And then refused to either buy her a car of of, or or help pay for tuition. 
So basically, okay, hey. Okay, so now I fully understand what's going on here. Mm. I have the full picture regardless of the story. He's helping out his son right now, and this literally reminds me of Outer Banks. His dad is going to continue to bail out his son because for whatever fucking reason has this sense of like, you can't do it for yourself. That's why I help you. That's why I do this. That's why I do that. And with his daughter, she might be more self-sufficient and more prepared to mm -hmm. help herself than her brother. So her dad looks at it as like, no, you can fucking do this on your own. Like 100%, I get how that feels, G. I get how that feels. And Ava, I love you, but I'm going to be petty. My parents wouldn't let go $30 toll, okay? He would not let this shit go about this $30 fucking toll, right? But they paid over $4,000 for her to go to Europe with her class. With her class. They didn't even go. Wow. Which I'm very grateful that she had that opportunity to do so. And I won't, I won't give her, you know, I'm going to give her her credit. She did raise some money and there were some ways between that of mm -hmm. adding that weren't right between my family and her and whatever. Ultimately, she got to go have a great time. Anything that I have ever asked my father for has always been an issue. 20 bucks for gas, not a thing. Tuition, not a fucking thing. You know, he makes six figures, I do not. And I feel like that is kind of what's going on in this family of like, mm -hmm. I don't know what happened early on. I honestly don't care, but I think the dad really is the asshole because he could have given her a time frame and said, hey, you're only going to have this car for this long. This is when I'm going to sell it. And it sounds like it, she only had it a few months. Yeah, and he was they, like, all right, they, you're done. Thanks. Yeah, they never really explained. He never explained to her like how long what the, what his time frame was or anything like that. Like She should at least let, him, let her finish school with the car. Yeah. Well, it's the fact that she was like, can I have money that you also gave my brother money? You give him money. Yeah. Can I have money? Uh, yeah. In, in my parents' case, my father did have a uh, college fund with my brother and I. We got exactly the equal amounts. Like, hey, we're going to pay it forward, but I we're not going to. I had a college gonna... fund I had to split with my little sister because they spent my sister's college fund on bills during the crash in the recession. Sure. No shade, no tea, all facts, no printer. But why am I having to split what's left of the college fund with somebody who's miles from even going to college yet? Mm-hmm. And their reasoning was because half of it is hers. So I feel that. The issue is that they're in stocks like that way. It'll have a, the value in that time right. will exceed the value. Of what, she'll have a larger portion. But where did the used car come from? Was it the, hit? Was it was it the dad's? Yeah, the dad bought it in yeah. his name, so he, he owned that he car. I thought she bought it in no. his no, name. No, he's saying she she bought it, um, or he bought the car. Mm -hmm. for her to use because they had reached that agreement of like, okay, I'll buy a car. You use it until I'm ready to sell it whatever like mm. so i bought him a fifty thousand dollar truck and new here's truck. A, you, you, you get a used car and i want you to put in the work and then i will sell it for it a up, profit and then i'm gonna sell it and that yeah. give you and he's only paying for half of the paint work she did nothing for all the other all components of that aside repairs. that's not what makes him an asshole though what makes him an asshole for even starting this post with i love my kids equally oh yeah that, then that's, why the that's fuck did you buy him a fifty thousand dollar truck and then look your daughter in the face who you self-proclaimed like she's going to college. She's starting different things like she's she's doing all this extra shit. You said yourself basically that your son sucks. He's unmotivated. He went to a community college, decided mm, not really for fucking me. I'm good. You bought him a fifty thousand fucking dollar truck. You paid for some of his schooling to go to a trade school. Those tuitions are not fucking cheap. Your daughter came to you and said, hey, help me with this. Then don't get me a fucking car. Help yeah. me with my tuition. And you told her no. You don't even fucking like your daughter at this point, bro. Oh, yeah, it, it, like, you it's helped her well to fucked. take it back just to say that you helped her. You're not helping her because that's your daughter. You gave her a car temporarily under the impression knowing she was going to fix it up. You're going to sell it for a lot more than it's fucking worth now because of the work she put in. And your answer is, well, now you get half of it. She still doesn't not, have a fucking car. She's paying just oh, what you for, did the for the paint. paint. The painting only. That's what I'm saying. Half of what you paid for the paint. Like, bro, get the be fucking for real. Yeah. Why are you a twat? Yes, you're the asshole. No, hundred percent. Like it isn't insane. <laughs> <laughs> that now that would be infringing on the judge's brand at that point. Oh shit! They, they, have, a, they have a listen, literal gavel you know on I do, their podcast. You know I don't do they podcasts. They have at least two. They have at least two. It's uh, funny. You know I don't listen to podcasts. So anybody, anything that anything is trademarked. If you guys already do it, I promise you, it's one hundred percent out of ignorance. I don't know. I don't do podcasts. That's these two things. Well, I just get paid to talk for fucking. Ever, if it makes you feel better, pretty much every motherfucker does a Reddit podcast. We're not that far <laughs> off. The difference between us and the judges is that we're intended to give advice, but yes, he is the asshole here. What you should have done, and what a reasonable parent should have done, is hey, you get equal values. How you apply that should change on their situation, but you should have 
and equal help financially to do whatever you want to do I in your life. I think the standard should have been set. You're not getting a fucking $50,000 truck. You're yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, do you have a job? If you don't even have the like, fucking minimum wage. You need that truck wage, for your job? I'll abs- help you for that. But no, $50, if you're an HVAC contractor, that's a company truck you're being yeah. given to do your work in. You're not driving your personal vehicle. But exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, there, it was unnecessary. I'm saying, like, I'm saying help him towards his goal. But, like, here's $50,000 for a brand new truck. It's absolutely what I could do. 100%. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. Chocolate chip. Like, I felt bad that my fucking truck that's not even running right now, after everything was said and done, tax, put everything, $5,500. I felt fucking guilty as shit that my parents had to help me get that. I paid it off um, about almost $3,000, roughly, I'll say, when everything was said and done. They cut their losses. They gave me the fucking town shit. It was this big, long thing. Now it doesn't fucking run. (laughs) But I couldn't fathom Mm -hmm. literally being handed $50,000 fucking dollars and then looking at my little sister as she's trying to get her car and then being like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, granted, they didn't have to. The she's- brother should have stepped into some... If he knew he was going on, he should have stood up a little bit saying, hey, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, you Caspian, know? you're getting real close to the mics there, hon. Anyway, he's a big but old ball. Fuck. I just think the dad's the asshole for even stating it like, hey, I love both of my kids. Don't trip, chocolate chip. And then very clearly, the way he articulated this of being like, she can go fuck herself. I have to help my son. I have to. Like, I have to help my son. That's the mentality that this was written under. And I'm like, mm. Yeah, it's it's a it's not okay. You should. It's literally giving me Rafe vibes from Outer Banks. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's on Netflix. <laughs> You'll get it. The girls that get it get it, and the ones that don't don't. Continue. All right. Well, we're gonna move on from this one. We're gonna move on to our our, our next lovely story here. Uh, we are going to. Uh, am I the asshole for removing the Disney for not removing the Disney items from my house? So. My thirty, my thirty-five female husband, thirty-eight male, and I are what you would call Disney adults. We used to work for the parks in, the, in college and met there. For us, it's a sentimental value, and as well as being something we both loved from childhood. Now we are conscious to be not those Disney adults. There's a bad rap for like extreme like Disney things. Um, okay. <laughs> Don't like the way you looked at me, Alyssa. Uh, okay. <laughs> we looked at each other. Uh, we can hold conversations outside uh, the movies and parks. We both work well-paying jobs unrelated to the company. We have other hobbies and interests. Our son isn't big on Disney, and we're cool with that. It's, uh, he had to say it's cool that it always feels like you're not 100% cool with that. Don't bully me. It's just something that we enjoy as, as well He's as our right, daughters. Yes. We nurture all of our children's hobbies and interests. We also don't blow our money on this stuff. I know it may sound overly defensive a little bit, we get a lot of comments from people who don't know us well. Fair enough, but still, it, being that defensive at the gate feels you're you're deeper in than you're saying. I was gonna say the way that it feels like this whole thing is like a personal attack. I feel like they weren't allowed growing up to like that shit, and now that they're oh, like sure. into it, and that's like become a part. Let's be honest, it's a part of my identity. I'm not even gonna cap. I talk about Disney shit all the damn time. That's my shit. Look at my truck alone, and you'll see Disney shit. But at the same time, I also wasn't allowed to be, like, super hyper fixated on things and, like, collect things and do things that, like, took up room. But with this, I feel like when I normally say, like, it's cool, it's fine, like, it totally is. In this specific sentence of the way it was said of, like, our kid doesn't doesn't fuck with Disney, it felt almost like, like a, cool. is it our kid, I guess. Yeah, yeah it, it seems kind of like he's the odd man out. Moving on. Uh, anyway, we live in a renovated farmhouse on a bit of land that includes a barn that we have finished off with the hopes to make it a guest house one day. In the meanwhile, we have a relative getting married here, and it was gorgeous. Now, my sister, 28 female, wants to get married on our property, and we were all for it. Everything has been planned for months, and, we, and the wedding is in June. It's set to be outside completely, but if it rains, we can have the party in the barn. The only reason a guest would have to go in our house is to use the restroom. We have two on the first floor. The only Disney items are a Winnie the Pooh hand towels. I was told my sister I replaced them with the regular ones in the wedding space with uh, with no Disney items. However, she wants me to take down everything Disney on the first floor of my home, as guests will see. Uh, we have a lot of Disney items, pictures, paintings, blankets, Funko Pops, decorations, figurines, dishware, etc. It's not even the full list. Oh, I fucking love that. All, of, all made for adults. 
and a lot of subtle or vintage. But you can all tell it's Disney. One, this would be a massive undertaking and it is not as simple as shoving stuff in the closet. We'd have to pack it up and find a place to store it. The sheer amount would require at least two hours of packing, not to mention storage and unpacking after. Two, it's ridiculous to me. Who cares if people see? She says it's it looks not their house. No, it's your house. You're you're getting a wedding venue for free. I was gonna Take say the bullet her their sister needs to be a little bit more fucking grateful and humble because they are allowing you. They could have easily said no, go fuck yourself. Our house is not a venue. Mm-hmm. They open their plot of land yeah, and that's their tens house of thousands to you. of dollars for a venue. Like, Exa- you're, you're, especially if that's the aesthetic that you want. That is mm-hmm. so fucking expensive. And your family said, "Hey, I'm ready, willing, and able. I have all this shit." Come use it. I don't give a fuck. And you're going to look them in the face and say, mm, Disney shit's got to go, bitch. Yeah. It's got to go. Got to pack up your whole fucking house. Like, the, I understand mm. the Winnie the Pooh towels in the bathroom. A but, little off-putting when you're yeah, 30 she something. Said she would remove them. Like, she's saying, I will move the hand out. They're going to have to use the restroom. Like, yeah. We will take the Disney towels out. Yeah. That's a that's, fair That's a fair that's request. A, that's that's a small fine. room to make adjustments. Exactly. Like, and if it was obnoxious, like, I'm saying, like, shower curtain, mats, everything. I could see why they're like, hey. We do have like regular stuff just for your wedding. Don't trip. I got it. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you don't want like, if it's a huge wedding, like a bunch of people are going to be in and out of that bathroom messing up your Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. The collector item or something like that. I was like, like I'm that, just not know? a big fan of Winnie the Pooh. It's kind of weird. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. That's 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 my one Winnie thing Winnie Pooh on was my childhood. I'll fight you right now. No, I said I like him, but like the decor is what does it for me. Like sure. it's, n- there's no way to do Winnie the, like the Pooh decor to where it, I don't know if you're going to this. I feel creepy. I feel like a creeper oh, last- having Winnie the Pooh shit in my house with no fucking kids past the age of 25. Like, I personally... A little water fountain thing at Goodwill? Okay, moving on. They're what, opening their house to you. They're- it wasn't Winnie the Pooh, but it was... What's his name? I'm unaware of this. So what was the don- it? What was it the donkey? Oh, Eeyore. Oh, Eeyore. Eeyore. I was going to say Eeyore, but okay. I was like. I'll fucking tell the story, bitch, because yeah. I'm not going to be able to get back to my train of thought until you let me tell the story. So long story short, we're at Goodwill. There's this creepy ass fucking fountain. I touched it because it's supposed to be playing music. It's doing this, that, and the other, right? True. So I turn it. It didn't play, right? We set it back on the shelf. Doesn't play. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Then we take literally like a foot left or right. I don't remember which direction, but we step away. That shit starts fucking going off, and it's the creepiest thing I've ever heard in my life. It stops. Because as soon as we addressed it, I was like, did you just did you just hear it? We're looking at pants. I'm not even needing pants. We're looking at something else. Buy the pants. Fucking goes off again. We continue walking around Goodwill, and it's randomly going off. And I'm like, Alyssa, we have got to go. This is giving me Clarissa's coming home with you vibes, and they're trying to give us a warning. Like, we got to go. Oh, Clarissa's our house ghost, by the way. Yeah, that, and she's a fucking rude bitch. I was like, we could hear that thing throughout the entire store. Didn't matter where we went. I went in the bathroom and I fucking heard it go off. I said, gotta go. Gotta go. I was like, we gotta go. But back to the damn story. I could see if the sister came from an angle of concern and was like, hey, put away the expensive collectibles. Like put away. That's where where I was going to go. Put away, because Disney has these collectible figurines that oh, yeah. are very large ceramic pieces that are very detailed, very yeah, like, my, my, like very story based. Start to beginning from the movie in the figures, carved. Yeah, my my mom has two of those. Like, Expensive as big, fuck. Yeah, they're like seventy, eighty dollars like, for a small figurine. one. Yeah, for yeah. like a small one, like the one that I wanted of Tinkerbell was a hundred and eighty dollars. They are I, not fucking. They're cheap. G- I think they're Jim Shore. But my mom has two like a foot tall Goofies on they're her wedding mat. Yeah, they're they're yeah. Well, some of them are huge, but I know what you're you talking know, about when you went yeah, like that. Yeah, they're hundred plus dollars. They're very expensive. They're yes. very artistic. They're collectible. But they're very they're collectible. Like they, yeah. like literally, if you go to Disneyland in California and you go in that store, they will only have the display unit out. Like they don't even have boxes on the shelf for you to bring to the register. You have to go up to a crew member and say, "Hey, I want this one," and they will check you out before they even hand you the fucking box. Like it's in- intense. But I could see if it was like, put away your expensive shit. Because if a fucking pop, a Disney pop, like if, if someone Funko were to pop, come yeah, in like and take my bucks. Funko Pops from yeah, like my yeah. room and you're, you're going to get Lumpy Space Princess, you're going to get a Deadpool and a fucking Baymax. Like that's really all you're going to get because the rest are gone. Thanks, X. Um, but if they came in and took them, they're like 8 to $15. I mm. think the most expensive one was from Avatar and I paid 80 bucks because it was Aang on the spinning ball. Okay. Never sure. got it back. Mm. Um. But 
I could see if it came from an angle of concern, but if it's just because you're embarrassed that your family is into something that they share with their spouse, and you grow the fuck up, bro. You're literally getting married for free in their yard. Because they had another. Like, I want to put out some outhouses, and you're not allowed inside my house. I'm saying you can go fucking shit in a hole in the ground, like we're actually outside. And they already had a relative get married there, so you you knew the deal when you asked them to do exactly. It. Like if yeah. that family member really didn't give a shit about it, and these guests are being able to go inside the AC. How do you know some of your guests aren't going to look at that shit and be like, dude, your sister's fucking cool as shit, bro. Like, how long have you guys been collecting? Like, it's definitely a conversation yeah. starter it's to get worried out. about them taking attention away from her wedding. So, Listen, there, Brad, there is one, sit there, the fuck down and go enjoy a drink, okay? There is one more paragraph here. Oh, shit, sorry. Uh, it, it's fine. <laughs> we, went on a, we went on a, t- a tangent about Eeyore and Clarissa. All right. She says it looks tacky and doesn't want people to remember her wedding for that. I told her no. We are redecorating the outside of the barn and and redecorating the outside and the barn so that the whole property is being redecorated for her wedding. We're letting you use the property for free, which she keeps bragging about to her friends as it's saving them a ton of money. So you're also like, look at this badass shit. I mean, like you're being very flaunting this, and like you're not willing to accept the baggage. Like it's a free property. You, I I was guaranteed you were at this last wedding. It's a relative. You're also related to your sister. I guarantee you were at that wedding. Right, you, you would have seen. This was. Yeah, you knew the deal. This is back to like in episode one with the damn chicken tenders. You know what you're signing up for. Mm-hmm. You signed up for it anyway, and now you've got terms and conditions to change that shit. Mm-hmm. Bitch, get the fuck out of here and go enjoy your barnyard wedding. <laughs> Let her have a hobby outside of your family. Yeah, it's some decorations in a house that they shouldn't be wandering around that in the first place. That most people won't even give a fuck about as long as they can take a piss. Yeah, they're going to the bathroom. They shouldn't be wandering around the house in the first place. If they are, they're Snoopy fucks, and they start talking about it, they're being Snoopy little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Yeah. So that's, I tell you now, people are Sno- you can find the Snoopers pretty. I was like, I don't, I don't go. I, I'm going to say right now for our viewers, I have never snooped through Connelissa's spaces. In fact, the first like three months here, I wouldn't even go in their room. Now I walk into Alyssa's room and I'm like, Alyssa, are you awake? There's nothing, you know, we're not hiding anything exciting. It's something important. It's locked away in a, you know, in a thing that they're like, oh, I was like, you know exactly document. what my room looks like. Like, comfortable enough to be like, did you guys take the charger? Mm-hmm. Who did it? And then I later found it the same day I already asked Colin. Yes. What was it? What was it? I, for the listeners, what was it? What was the charger too? <clears throat> It was a very specific charger for mm-hmm. my vibrator. Mm-hmm. And my son is back to eating the food. It's, I'm not getting up to fight your son. It's fine. All right. So bottom line, you knew what you're getting into. You, you should have just accepted it, right? It, it's an insane that you're throwing in these, these fits. You're a grown-ass woman getting married. It, don't worry about it. They're taking away from everything else they're doing. You're getting married, in a, I'm a, barns are beautiful, and if they're willing to like renovate it and make it look nice for your wedding, that's not a cheap or easy project to tackle. Like it's not as simple as oh we're just gonna paint it. No, if it's like an actual traditional barn that's like wood, you have to sand that shit off. You have to prime it. You have to paint. Like it, there's a lot that goes into that shit. She's willing to do that for you, whether it need to be done or not. She's still gonna do it for you, so it looks nice for your wedding. Mm-hmm. And your biggest complaint was. You have too much Disney shit. Mm, it's got to fucking go. I need this house to look like Disney on ice in less than five minutes. Like, no. no. She's, she's just ungrateful is the bottom line. So, yeah, no, not a fan. No. Everyone's going to be talking about the Disney if you keep this up. Oh, yeah, your shitty attitude, 100%. If you, if you make a deal about it, everyone's going to talk about it. Even if they don't see, like, hey, where all the Disney shit go? We were here for yeah. the last wedding. Because it's still... Now a, it's it's coming down to, oh, so it's cool to leave it up for us, but fuck, like, fuck us, right? Yeah, it's family drama because it was a relative. So I guarantee uh, there's going to be a slice of pie from the last wedding here as well. I just want to say when the day comes for me to get married, let me use your farm. Um, all of the Disney shit will gladly be welcomed because it's going to be a Disney theme. So future husband. I was oh. like, we walked down the aisle to a Disney song. <laughs> what song, bitch? I swear to God, I you say tail as old as time. It was, Lion King. it was a lion. I think it was a Lion King. Song. You're walking down. It was. It, ah, it, 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 no, it was an instrumental. There was no <laughs> audio to it. Your son is being attacked by our son. It just happens. This is why Noel's normally downstairs. Yeah, we we forgot to put the, we forgot to put one of the cats downstairs into his own little space, but it's fine. All right, we're going to move on to our next pickle here. My partner, 25 male, is mad at me, 23 male, for something we both agreed on. <laughs> this is the fucking Christmas tree all over again. 
I currently have two partners. Let's call them Mike, 25 male, and Maria, 22 female. I've dated Mike for about four years now. We've been poly from the beginning, although neither of us had a long lasting relationships outside of our own. I began, I began dating Maria last fall, and everything was quite literally perfect. They eventually met, and he highly approved of her. I wanted to go to Coachella this year. I'm still here currently. And, was, and I asked Mike if he wanted to go. I offered to pay for him. Very nice. He said no. That would be too. He would be too busy with work. I told him I'd take Maria if she could go, to which she seemed to not have a problem with. Fast forward to yesterday, I posted some pictures of me and her on social media, and I got a bunch of texts where he said he felt left out and that I was showing favoritism with her. Mm, uh, okay, uh, this is far from the truth. Sorry, I just to clear up. This is, we're going to call them male A and male B because I'm assuming this is two males and a female together. Okay, our, okay we'll say the reader is, let's say, Jim and he's dating Mike. Okay, so it, it is two men though and the one female. And yes. one of them took him to one of them took her to Coachella. Yes, our, our writer here, Jim, took Maria, the new uh, a girlfriend he's been dating for a while to Coachella. After he offered his, his four-year boyfriend, Mike, to go, offered to pay for it. He said he was too busy. And he said, hey, I'll take Maria instead because she's, she's free, right? That's not – he he put the main part, his core partner first. He, he like, hey, I'll pay yeah, for everything. Yeah, said, I'm busy. I'm not going to be able to and go. And now he feels like I'm being left out. Like, you were given the shot. You said no. You passed on it. You can't be mad at it, my point. But there's still a little more to the story. Okay. I'm sorry. I just want to get no. that clear oh, yeah, up because I was sure. confused with whose dude was talking to who. No, I'm sorry. So, we're, like I said, our, our, our writer here is Jim. He's dating Mike and then his new girlfriend, Maria. Okay. This is far from the truth. I offered him to go more than once. My Insta is full of pictures with him, and the first time I ever posted with her gets him upset about it. So this is a first post. It seemed extreme response. but So I spent about two hours last night talking to him about it, explaining I don't have favorites, then we both agreed to this, etc., etc., etc. Thinking everything was fine, I posted a pic on my story. This morning of Maria kissing my cheek. So it's not even, a, it can be even, even outside the relationship. You might say, oh, they're just kind of fun, kind of hanging out. They're, yeah. like, they're not necessarily like dating, dating. Um, almost immediately, he texted me claiming I was doing it to upset him purposely, asking questions that we were sleeping together, which he knew we, we were because <laughs> they, we're, we're poly relationship. I've been dating for months. They they banged. Like, that's a weird. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing. Oh. I was very understanding and empathetic the first time, but this time I told him if he, if he wasn't okay with being poly, this wasn't going to work for him, then he should probably end things. Like, you agreed yeah. at the gate for four years, we're poly. Now he's now something not just sex, not just sex anymore. He seems like now he's throwing a fit. I leave Sunday to go back home, and I'm dreading the conversation. Maria has never expressed even a twinge of jealousy anytime I posted a pic of me and Mike. Did I do it twice, and this is the end of the world? Any and all advice is appreciated. Thank you. It seems like he signed up for, uh, not necessarily polyamory, but an open like sexual thing. Yeah. But now he's coming to bite him in the ass. Like, oh, you have not just physical feelings, but emotional feelings. And that's like, I didn't agree. It's like, you kind of did when you called it polyamory, which is, means many in love. Yeah. And See, it's, that's kind of, I swear to God, I'm going to skin him. It's fine. So that's actually kind of weird because that's like the exact opposite of like past experiences I've had mm-hmm. where it's supposed to be strictly physical. Sure. And then obviously they choose feelings and then it becomes messy. So sorry, I was very distracted by that and it's actually really irritating me that he's doing that. But the way that Jim and Maria's relationship, like obviously Maria doesn't really give a damn when Jim and Mike Mm. are hanging out or yeah. doing their thing or whatever. Um, but Mike cares yes. that Jim is doing that. And I think that can very easily be a conversation between Jim and Mike, but I guarantee you the best thing for them is to separate. Mm-hmm. I had the exact same countless conversations of, hey, I don't care that you're sleeping with other people. I care that you are emotionally invested in them to know everything about them. And yet you're talking shit about me to them. So I'm wondering if Mike is having those feelings of like, oh, when Jim and Maria are together, they're doing it to piss me off. Like they're doing it to be vindictive and to hurt me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it could be very well as simple as like Jim and Maria are literally just like, we're 
dating. Like that's literally what that's the po- that's is. the whole like, that's point, the whole yeah. catch. So it sounds like Mike and Jim, Mike specifically, might have been open to the idea. And then now that it's actually happening, I feel he's like he's realizing out, yeah. just how uncomfortable that makes him. Because this is like the first one that might seem like it's actually like working a thing, out. Yeah. Like, oh God, this is actually a thing. Yeah. It's no longer, it's no longer going to be just Jim and I. It's going to be Jim and Maria. But I think the whole thing with Coachella, how he was like upset that he was like left out. Buddy, you had your chance, and yeah. I feel like this whole blowing up thing about Coachella, it's not even about Coachella. No. I yeah. genuinely think it's coming from a position of he is upset that Jim is investing time into Maria, and it is no longer just a physical thing. He is seeing that they are sharing those emotions, and it's not just for him anymore, and I don't think he's actually okay with being polyamorous. I think he was okay with the idea, but now that yeah. it's happening, it's too much, which is okay. But he needs to communicate that and not be a little bitch and be petty. Yeah, I feel like he's threatened about what his position is going to be from here on out. I know, I don't know if you want to. No, okay. His position. Wait, his position in the relationship. So he, he's like not in the same. He's not like oh, there's only so much of my no, not there's only so much of a gym to go around. It's kind of like the single child is syndrome. It, yeah, like now am I not getting the same level of attention and love yeah. and care? So he's like, hey, my my spot in the table is being threatened. I was just going to say, we, we, we've talked about, like, what that means in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, versus, like, in, like, because, like, if you're like, oh, if you have a child. Yeah. I, you don't I, split I, your love between your spouse and your child. You're like, but, you get 50, you get 50. Right. And I feel like. That's kind of a little different than polyamory, yeah. but I do see the correlation of that. But I was saying, like, or, like, with your friends, I'm, like, I'm saying, like, I love you, and you were, like, I love you, but I'm, like, <laughs> it's not the same. And I, I, I will say it's not the same. <laughs> no, it's not the same, but my argument would be that you're basically saying Jim here has only so much love to give, and I would argue yeah. against that. Yeah. It, it comes down to time management and then communication, which clearly Mike is not having. Yeah. He thought one thing but didn't realize what it really meant until he got in it. Now, the one thing that I'm not understanding here is, is Mike also dating Maria then? No. So this is like. So this is strictly a Jim relationship. So Jim is yeah. dating Maria. Jim's dating Mike. Mike is not dating Maria. It's Correct. not a, no, it's it's not not a throuple. No. Okay. No, I'm, I'm glad that we both. <laughs> they're not dating as a couple. They're dating individually as a side. So, yeah. They have okay. each have their own additional relationship. So a cult. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. No cults here. I, I just think from the way that this is written and the way that it is sounding, it sounds like Mike is not actually comfortable with all of these things that Jim has planned with Maria. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to say it's, it's jealousy. I think it ultimately comes down to he's realizing what this actually entails for him and Jim specifically. And I think that's what he's not willing to settle on is he doesn't want to share his time with Jim with somebody else. Yeah. So now it's no longer just about Mike and Jim. It's always going to be, well, I don't know if Jim can do this with me. He might be with Maria. And when you're in a relationship and you have to feel like you're sharing your person, it's not the greatest feeling, whether it be like you know that you're open or you know that you're polyamorous. It's all about what that initial person is doing as well because Mike could be communicating. They could be communicating to each other and Mike could be saying, hey, I don't like when you two do X, Y, and Z. But the only part of that story that we're going to get is Jim's perspective of, mm-hmm. I don't get why they're fucking mad. Because for all we know, Jim could be literally telling Maria, hey, Mike's not shit. Mike's jealous as fuck. Mike does this. Mike doesn't do that. Mike's a lazy piece of shit. And Mike's just trying to say, Jim, I love you. I care about you. I don't really fuck with this energy that you're bringing into the relationship mm-hmm. through your relationship with Maria. I don't have any beef with Maria per se, but I don't like how you act since then. So there's so many things left out of this story that we don't yeah. have that it's hard to be like, I don't know how to help you, Mike, because I get both sides that you're sitting on because I've been in both sides. Yeah. I, I think what they need to have that discussion, if Jim's part, I want a poly, and, then, and then Mike does not seem to be on board with that definition. Yeah, yes, that's very important too. What is What does the definition of polyamorous mean to, to you? you? It seems they don't have that same page. So ultimately breaking up is the smart mm-hmm. move. And that's the definition you want to live by. If you can't work through it, yeah, you have to have that conversation. Yeah, they ultimately need to have the conversation. What do we define? As, we, we disagree with the definition And I'm glad you point. used that because I did hear the way that you said that. 
Oh, you're going to censor her name again. Yeah, it's fine. Um, we did talk about that in therapy before this hiatus of being on the same page with somebody does not necessarily mean that your words match up. It means that both of your definitions are the same, whether that be, hey, Alyssa, we're going to go to an estate sale Wednesday next week at 6 o'clock. Great. Alyssa knows, hey, 6 o'clock next week, we're going to an estate sale. So next Wednesday when she tells me, hey, 6 o'clock, we're going to an estate sale, right? I'll be like, oh, yeah, great. We're on the same page. Or if I didn't remember, like, honestly, bitch, I forgot, but thank you for reminding me. Now we're on the same page. We both have the same definition mm-hmm. of what does Wednesday night look like. Yeah. I thought I thought you were going <laughs> to I thought you were gonna say like when we when you're like, hey, I'm getting off work. Oh Let's my go god, that would have been a better one. When I called this bitch and said, hey, I'm gonna be heading home soon. We can get a bite to eat. I know you had said earlier about the estate sale, not wanting to go because it was so far. If you want to go and get some poke and go home and relax, we can do that too. Whatever you want to do, just let me know if you want to mm-hmm. eat. This and, bitch, and come. I come world. home. I come home. I say, what do you want to eat for lunch? I'm starving. I haven't eaten all day. It's two I o'clock. S- Bitch, it was 1.30 the on the dot. By the time you got home. Anyway, regardless of, of the time, way too early for dinner. This bitch actually, she goes to bed at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Because one that was calling. We're going to go to Goodwill first. So, and then poke. So long story short, I didn't eat. Because I thought we were going to be pick, picking up lunch and go doing other things. I get home and she goes, I just ate. I was like, bitch, are you fucking kidding me? I have not eaten all fucking day and I got to starve until dinner. And then it started a whole thing with Colin coming in. I'll eat with you. And I'm like, it's not the same. It's principle. And and he couldn't figure out why I was irritated as shit about it. Because I was like, it's not about not eating. It's about the fact that we had a plan. So clearly. The definition. The definition was not the same. Mm -hmm. Because the definition to me was, I'm not going to eat right now. Because I'm going to come pick up this crotch goblin and we're going to go eat and it's going to be a great day. You're like, eat, then goodwill. And I was like, goodwill, then then eat. No, exactly. Her definition of, oh, you get off soon. I'm going to grab a meal and eat because I know this bitch is crazy <laughs> when she doesn't eat. So I'm going to take an L and eat. Then I get home. We clearly were not on the same definition of what are we doing today, even though we talked about it on the phone. But it was very easy to come back onto that page like, well, fuck it. We can just eat after. It's not the end of the mm-hmm. world. It is what it is. Yeah. But when it comes to this type of shit, not trivial shit of like, did you fucking eat no, this today? No, this is a lifestyle. This, yeah. Exactly. This yeah. is not as simple as like, oh, we can just we can just eat when we're done. It's not that simple when you have a whole other person being like, hey, I'm not fucking with this and you're continuing to do it anyway. But there's just so many things not said in Jim's definition of mm-hmm. what he wants to know what's actually going on between him and Mike. Yeah. Because Mike could be giving him the definition of this is my love language. This is what I need from you. This is where I need you to meet, you need to meet me. At, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, Jim could very well be like, no, fuck you. I'm moving on with Maria. Maria doesn't yell at me. Maria doesn't nag me. Maria's not jealous. Because the way he ended that, saying Maria's never once been jealous. She's never done. He's already Comparing. unintentionally, yeah. exactly, yeah. unintentionally keeping a tally of everything that Maria does right that Mike has done wrong. Yeah. And I'm not fucking with that mentality because ultimately it's going to come back to you're going to push Mike aside like he doesn't fucking mean shit to you and now Maria's going to be your full focus and you're going to go find a fucking third member for your fucking thruple because now you have Maria. Mm-hmm. And Mike meant nothing to you when all he tried to do was be like, hey, I've been here since the beginning. It's been about four years. This behavior's different. I feel a little excluded because you're moving on with your life and I'm not in part of it. Mm-hmm. That's how Mike made it sound like to Jim. Those are Jim's words. He posted, right? Yes. That's how obviously he heard Mike speaking to him. The rest of his story said, I don't give a fuck. He knows that's how Mike feels. And he said, I don't care. Maria doesn't do this. So why am I going to continue? I will give some Jim credit that he wants to live his life a certain way and if someone's not on board yeah. with that you need to that so exactly it's good for I agree. good for jim bad for mike because they weren't the same page and that, that's a conversation that should have happened much earlier well i feel like it's bad for mike too because jim recognized he's like mike has been saying this to me well he also had this they had a two-hour conversation he thought it was resolved so he thought like hey we're cool we figured we worked it out and clearly that was not the case mike is giving me some x vibes right now and I, I, I kind of felt that, that you were kind of seeping your trauma a little <laughs> bit into your role playing of Mike and Jim here. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but the you trauma. probably were, it didn't uh, lead it sneaks me. up on you. But I, I mean, I, excuse me if I feel a little biased, but mm. that's how this situation reads across is yeah, I've you, been in Mike's position of like, 
well, fuck, I literally had no issue sharing you. You just don't fucking communicate what the hell you want. And, that's and a- also Jim's perspective of they keep telling me what the fuck they want and I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it fucking sucks either way, especially because yeah. Jim's the one that wrote it saying, Mike's been telling me about this, this, and this, and how he feels, and this is how he feels. So you acknowledge how he felt. Yeah. You wrote the article saying you know that's how he feels, and you basically were like, well, fuck it, Maria, don't do that shit. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Also, if you don't agree, you don't agree. Yeah, I think it's less that Maria's better. I, I think we have a little bit I was, you. I was trying to, like, stand, like, fix myself. And I, I, I think it's more so Jim has decided if you don't agree with my definition, I we're, we're just moving on. We're not going to try and resolve this. Cause, Which good for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they yeah, came that, to that. Yeah, that's a smart thing to do. If you're clearly, that's the life you want to live and you're on the same definition, you need to get out. That's but fine. there's a way to do it. Is there an update? No, there's no update. He's just kind of an asshole about it. Let's just say, like, hey, I'm out. If you don't want to do what I want to do, let's just break it up. Now, there's a way to do that, though, too. If that's... Jim, if you find a way to our podcast <laughs> and you hear this, it's about how you tell Mike. Yeah, yeah. Because if you sit down with Mike and say, hey, I understand this week's been a little rocky. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of strong emotions, a lot of strong feelings. Um, clearly, we haven't been on the same page. How do we get on the same page? Because this is the lifestyle I want. If you no longer fit into that plan, as but- harsh as it sounds... This is where I'm going. This yeah. is my destination. Are you on board or not? Because if yeah. you're not, respectfully, let's find an avenue of how to get you set up on your own then. Yeah, you need to find him an off-ramp. Exactly. Yeah. You can't just be like... Tough shit, get out. <laughs> so Exactly. So black or white. And you can't just throw a fucking 30 days and be like, all right, figure it out. Yeah, he's just kind of waiting for it to resolve. So we'll do one last kind of... I think I, I'm picking this last one out just because I thought it was really funny when I ran across it. <laughs> And we're, and we're we probably over time now, but it's fine. Uh, it's our podcast. We do the fuck we want. All right. <laughs> Here's the title. Girlfriend passing out after orgasm. Is she okay? <gasps> Is this the first? So uh, here's the story. It's a very short one, but I thought it was funny as hell. Why do you read it? Because that's foul as hell. <laughs> Multiple times during sex on almost every occasion, my girlfriend passes out during sex. This is just normal... PIV with no choking or anything. So I'm glad she's not, not she just. I'm glad he was like, just so everyone's aware, I am not choking this bitch out. I'm not kneeling on her neck. No foul play. The, the second part <laughs> got me. Is this safe or should I get or should she get checked? Yeah. It's honestly kind of hot, but really worrying when she passes out for like a minute or two. Like, oh, like little neck hot, Like, my, I think it's a power thing for him. Like my dick's it so is. powerful, this I knock her the fuck out multiple times That's during hot. sex. Like, and she, I don't think she had like I'd be a lot of sex. Like unless she comes like within like a second, having like multiple passing out from an orgasm. Like, I don't think it's necessarily orgasm related. I think she just says it to make you feel better. I think it might be like a blood thing. Like yeah. the blood is rushing, I and then all of a sudden she passes say, out like a head be rush. So humbling. <laughs> Like I, I, I love you, man, and I can almost guarantee you're not giving this woman multiple orgasms during sex every time. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. There's, there's three takes on this shit, and Alyssa, please, please fucking tell me if I'm wrong. There's three takes on the shit. One, the dick is that popping. There have been, listen, there's been times where you're like three hours in, and you're like, son of a bitch, I'm dying. Like, yeah, tap that, me out. And your brain does it for you. Your brain's like, good night, you're done. Yeah, three hours is too much. That, that's not, you've done a marathon. I'm going to say, that's fucking cardio for the month. Leave me alone. Like, two, option two, she's a really good fucking actress. Oh, Somebody yeah. fucking promote she is that selling bitch. It. <laughs> she is, she, she is committed. <laughs> and then there's three. Y'all were going so fucking hard, the bitch forgot to breathe. Which I will attest, that last one's a real fucking possibility because well, I've blacked out a few times. What he doesn't mention, is there a headboard? And she rammed her fucking face <laughs> into this goddamn headboard. So, I know there's an episode of what? Uh, fucking concussed. Uh, 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 American Dad. Like The whole thing is like, he's going to bash her face into the headboard during sex. Like, are you just beating the shit out of her and knocking her out from this fucking headboard? Like... Tee-hee. Okay. Those are those are the three options. Tell me if I'm wrong. Either they're they're actually doing the thing, and she's you know, send him my way, bitch. Send him my fucking way. We can break a twin size bed. It's fine. Two, she's an amazing actress. Or three, it's dead ass. That's that snapping, but she's knocking herself the fuck out due to lack of oxygen hitting oh, her yeah, head on the something. headboard. I was saying like the blood, blood thing, sugar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something. And it's a medical condition. I'm gonna say <laughs> odds are against your dick being that good. Odds are against it. 
right? I but feel it like does happen. I'm just saying the odds are against Has it. Has she it's, had previous experience? Yeah, I would ask Is you there an update? No, there's not. It, it was posted a little while ago, and she's just like, hey, I need is she writing. okay? But also, it's hot as fuck, though. I'm also fine That's with it. That's the part where I'm like, That's I got, <laughs> Like, it's hot as fuck. Like, what the fuck, my guy? Because there's two things. I've literally had people where it's like, oh, my God, that is so hot. And, like, from a standpoint, I'm like, that is fucking hot as shit. But then there's the second thought that goes through your head of, like, do you want to fuck a dead body? In the, in the, like, that's like the that, second. Or you're like, dick to bomb. It could be like, uh, was it, it consensual non-consent? Listen, CNC, there's a time and fucking place. If he's asking if she's okay, that's that's not the mindset of a fucking rapist. Like, they would not give a shit. They just keep on going and be like, I finished, but is she good? Well, like I said, it doesn't like my, my head is like that because they're saying it's hot that she passed out. Like, I like it when she's knocked out. I'm like, saying like, like yeah. a little, I was like, I'm getting a little little flustered over here because. Um, okay, I didn't mean to get you <laughs> flustered. And, okay, I mean, it's, now it's weird. Okay, we're going to end things now. That's all we have time. That's, that's all we have time for today. But before we head out, I'm going to tell you where to find us. If you want to send us in your pickle or any kind of question or opinion you want, you want us to give you, uh, please send that in to the number three peas in a pickle pod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at the number three peas in a pickle. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>